This message comes from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona, reaching out with Rock Solid Hope in Rim Country. I've always found it uh, interesting when somebody competes in the Olympics for a country different from the one in which they were born and grew up in and trained in. That is because they have the option of their dual citizenship to compete for another nation, even though it's not the one that they primarily benefited from. I wonder why they do this. I guess sometimes it's maybe because they have some childhood or family connection, or maybe because it gives them a better chance to compete. The thing is, though, they, they, they have to decide. It's not that they can work and compete for two nations. They must do one or the other. Some decisions are simply not both and, but either or. That's just the way it works. And that's the way it is with our faith life. As we serve our God, it, it cannot be a both and. It is either serve the Lord or do not serve the Lord. He is the only God. To serve any other is to forsake the one true God and turn aside from him. And as we serve the Lord, it, it cannot be a, a half-hearted or halfway service. It, that's just the way it works. And we see just how true that is as we look at God's word in Joshua 24 this morning. We see the, the option that Joshua poses to the people. You know, these are words, a question which applies to them and, and to us as well, as he says, choose whom you will serve. Now, firstly, let's make it clear, Joshua is not telling them to decide to become believers here. That's not his, his goal here, and Joshua knows he can't do that. Joshua isn't asking them to make a decision for Christ. He would agree with what Jesus said that we read earlier in John 6. No one can come to me unless it is given to him by my Father. That is, we cannot decide to come to faith. God, in his mercy, draws us by his gospel. God gives us the gift of faith. Faith, even, as scriptures declare, is a gift of God. And besides that, we know Joshua is speaking to believers here. These are Christians who have themselves witnessed his working for them, believers who know their Lord and their Savior God. Joshua's not asking them to come to faith, but rather he's asking them who they will serve. Now as you look at that, that question, who you will serve, Joshua gives them two options. Choose whom you will wholeheartedly and faithfully serve. And he says to the believers at a time where it's very appropriate to choose and decide and express their faith, he says, choose whom you will serve, whether it be the Lord or whether it be the other gods. You know, we, we do this too, where we present someone with the opportunity to make a clear confession, to decide and to speak about who they will serve, to confess their faith and their desire to serve their God. We do this at times for perhaps youth confirmation or when an adult joins a church they get an opportunity to express their their faith in their god and their desire to serve him because of what he's done well this was a fitting time for the israelites to do just that to express their choice to make clear their faith and their desire to serve the lord god had rescued them many years ago from slavery in egypt he had led them for 40 years in the wilderness, and now 
Now, after seven years of fighting and further time, they have completely cleared the land of all the enemies, the Canaanites, the godless people that lived there. And God had done that for them. He had given them this land, just as he promised. It was a, a rich land with vineyards and crops and homes and walled cities, and it was all theirs. So how are the people, how are they going to live in a land in which they were richly blessed? How are they going to live as free people in a rich land? Now is the time, Joshua says, to declare their faith. Joshua is presenting with them with two options. We read in Joshua 24, verse 14, Now, since the Lord's done all this for you, fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly and faithfully. Remove the gods that your father served in the region across the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. There's option one. Pretty clear. Serve the Lord. And that means to wholeheartedly and faithfully serve him. Get rid of all those other false gods and listen to the Lord's voice. Follow him. Live for him. Option two. But if you see no benefit in serving the Lord then choose for yourselves today whomever you will serve, whether the gods that your father served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Option two is pretty wide open, isn't it? It doesn't matter whether it be the gods long ago that Abraham's fathers worshipped, the gods of wood and stone, or the gods of the Egyptians who worshipped nature and beasts. Or the gods of the Amorites who worshipped sexuality. It's all the same. It's not serving the Lord. It's serving some false god. Well, the, the choice is pretty clear. Joshua makes his confession, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's a pretty well-used verse. It's a confession that you'll see on Christian homes, written on the wall, or maybe etched on a pillowcase somewhere in a Christian's house. And maybe Joshua made this confession as a, a bold statement. I'm sure he made it as a, a pastoral move to lead God's people. But I kind of see it as almost comical and ironic. Do you catch what Joshua's doing as he pointed to, if you see no benefit, if it's not desirable for you to serve the Lord, maybe you want to serve these gods, the ones that the Lord has destroyed, or the gods of Egypt, the one that the Lord delivered you from. If it seems undesirable to serve the Lord, this decision is a, a no-brainer. Joshua, I almost hear him saying something on the lines of, I don't know about you guys, but I'm serving the Lord. Who are you going to serve? And though it's a no-brainer, it's not always an easy one to make and to put into practice. And I'm sure that if I were to ask you, whom will you serve, the Lord or the gods of the lands around you? You wouldn't have to hesitate at all. And you would, like Joshua and the people, say, we will serve the Lord. It's an easy decision to make. We know who he is. He's the God who rescued us. He's the God who delivered us from death and sin, who crushed our enemy, the devil. And he's the God who promises us a land of eternal rest. We will serve the Lord. Easy to say, but harder to put into practice. Consider what Joshua said to the people. He said, serve him wholeheartedly and faithfully. 
To serve the Lord is to get rid of everything else and to with all of your heart and in complete faithfulness serve Him. It is not something you can do half-heartedly or as a, a both way. You cannot say, well, I'm going to try serving the Lord and some of these other gods for a little bit too and keep my options open. To serve the Lord means to wholeheartedly and faithfully serve Him and get rid of everything else. Can a Christian serve the Lord while they turn to other sources of goodness and hope in this life or other sources of truth? Can a Christian look at the, the horoscopes and put their trust in them and at the same time serve the Lord? They might have a pillow in their home that says, we will serve the Lord. And they might themselves be showing up occasionally to listen to God's word. But if they have not gotten rid of every other thing in their life, which is apart from the Lord and against the Lord, they are not serving the Lord, not wholeheartedly and faithfully. Can a Christian serve the Lord if they turn to the godless and demonic things of entertainment of today in this world and the things that are found on movies and shows and, and take that in, but also come to the Lord's table and take that in? Are they serving the Lord? Maybe, maybe on the surface, but are they wholeheartedly and faithfully serving the Lord as they get rid of everything else? And just as Joshua posed this to the people, pose this question to your hearts. Am I serving the Lord faithfully, wholeheartedly? Or is it sometimes a, a part-time service when I find I have time for it or when it's convenient for me or to an extent or level that some of my heart can be given but not when it becomes uncomfortable? The people that heard Jesus' teaching as we read in John 6 found things difficult and hard and started to leave. Jesus had to say to his disciples, you don't want to leave too, do you? The disciples responded much like the people in Joshua's time. Where else can we turn? The Lord has the words of eternal life. The Lord, he is our God. We will serve the Lord. And their confession, their creed is your creed, our creed. We will serve the Lord. It is not something they could make by their own strength or power, but they said it in line with what Joshua said. The Lord has done all this for you. Now who will you serve? And the people responded and echoed the gospel, the working of God for their behalf, and they said, we will serve the Lord our God. We can join in this creed and confession. We will serve the Lord. And we can wholeheartedly, faithfully serve because of his wholehearted and faithful service as our Savior God. The Lord is our God. He delivered us from slavery to sin and death. He rescued us as the Father sent his Son. And the Father's Son, Jesus, our Savior, wholeheartedly and completely and faithfully went forward to carry out the Father's plan of rescue. And he faithfully lived and died so that we might be free from slavery to sin and that we might belong to our God. You know, just as a, a person, at least most people, can't choose to live where they want and choose what nation they want to be a citizen of, you and I could not choose to be a citizen of the holy kingdom of our God. But our God has made us his own. And mercy brought us to be citizens of his kingdom. And now the choice lies before us. Will you serve your king wholeheartedly and faithfully? He is our God. 
the king who wholeheartedly and faithfully served us. And note what Joshua does here. Joshua says, we, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua speaks up on behalf of the believers in his household. And he makes a clear confession. And he sets an example for them. And maybe someone might say, well, well I'm too old for that. My, my children are grown up. Joshua was about 110 years old. And he said, my household, we will serve the Lord. The opportunity still is there for you to make a clear confession, not just on a pillowcase or on your confirmation day, but as you have opportunity to speak clearly your desire which God has given by his gospel. As for my house, we will serve the Lord. And the people of Israel still were holding on to those false gods, not wholeheartedly serving their God. Joshua had to say to them, get rid of those false gods. Serve the Lord faithfully. First, examine your own heart. Examine the, the things that you might be holding on to that prevent you from wholeheartedly serving your Lord. But then also say to your household, to your, your niece, your nephew, your grandchild, the believer who is strain, straying away from their Lord, who isn't wholeheartedly serving the Lord anymore, say to them, serve the Lord wholeheartedly and faithfully. Make your confession clear today who you will serve. Get rid of all those things which pull you away from your God and serve him. Not just with some plaque on the wall with this verse or by showing up on occasion for worship, but by listening to his voice in every aspect of your life. He is our God, the God who rescued us, who saved us. Say to those around you, here and everywhere, we will serve the Lord. Make your confession, your desire clear. The people at Shechem gathered, the house of Israel, all the elders and leaders of the people, and they spoke on behalf of their family, we will serve the Lord. He is our God. They said this as they were empowered by the gospel, which Joshua shared with them and which they echoed back. They made their confession. Their choice was clear. Continue to make your confession clear. It's not a either, it's not a both and. It, it is an either or. And by the power of the gospel, as the Lord has given you freedom and rescue and blessed you in your life with every spiritual blessing in Christ, say along with the disciples, with Joshua and the people, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He is our God. Amen.